Hey, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. All right, hey everybody, welcome back to another fantastic episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. We are rocking episode number 21 tonight with your host, Big Ray and Mike. How you doing today, Mike? Dude, uh, as Ray would say, best day ever. Oh, right on. Yeah, it's been a great day, man. It's uh, I've gotten a lot accomplished today. I felt good all day, you know, like there's never a moment where you're like, oh, a little t-. No, it's been great all day, kicking butt. It's been a great day. And now I'm drinking beers with my best friend. Yeah, makes it yeah. even better, Mike. I'm glad to hear that. Right, right. So, uh, you want me to tell us? You want me to tell you about the beers we're drinking? I I would love to hear about these beers. It's good because we got a, as Ray would say, we've got a solid lineup. First beer that we're gonna be drinking together is by B- Boulder Beer Company. It's called Buffalo Gold. The second beer that you're gonna be drinking over there in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma is Lost Coast Tangerine Wheat. And finally, rounding it out, right here in Richmond, Kentucky, I'm drinking a beer all the way from Oklahoma City. It's Anthem Arjuna. Oh, the, man. Yeah. All great beers, I think. I haven't had either one of these before. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I'm excited to try both of these, Mike. Um, and I, I like how we've got a pretty good variety here as far as the geographical locations. Yeah, the we have California, Colorado, and Oklahoma. Uh, I mean, we're just gonna have to start putting them on a map, I guess. Yeah, that's that can be kind of fun to see. Yeah, I, I don't think we have quite enough yet to do that. Our our map would uh, have some holes in it. Have you but, seen dude, our Instagram account? I have seen our Instagram account. It's pretty cool. It's very cool, Mike. It's got a lot of different beers on there. It has a lot of beer on there, yes. A lot of good beer. Uh, all of it's good beer. We don't drink terrible beer. It's just not what we do. I've I've had a couple. Not on the podcast, though, right? No, I'm just talking about in general. Like, people caught in me into trying yeah. stuff, and I'm like, you know, I'm not going to like this, but I'm going to try. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. This Buffalo Gold. I've already taken a couple sips of it. I'm ready to Uh-oh. chat. Yeah, it's mm, it's good. All right, so uh, I, I haven't opened mine yet. I'm, I think it. I'm going to take this one straight out of the can tonight. But I got it. I already opened my other one. I had to take a picture for the Instagram. Um, but this one I have not cracked yet. Do it. So you ready for this? Yes. Oh boy, here we go. The sweet, Love sweet sound. That sound. Oh yes. And then I'm gonna drink some, Mike. I don't. Uh, you said you dove in, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna come right in after you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm telling you, the taste surprised me a little bit, and I know you're gonna tell us a little bit about the brewery here in a second. But uh, the taste was, and I can read on the can. It's a golden ale, but it still was a pretty refreshing and uh, surprise of a taste. Yeah, I was just kind of like, wow. I did not expect that. So, but to your point, Mike, I want to talk just for a second about the brewery. 
uh, the Boulder Beer Company, of course, in Boulder, Colorado. It was started in 1979 by two professors at the University of Colorado. And it was also Colorado's first craft brewery. How cool is that? I like it. So at the time they opened, Mike, there were only 42 other operating breweries in the country. Yeah. So in 1979, only 42. That's crazy how much it's grown in just 30 years. The original site of the brewery. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I can say that's like less than one per state. Uh, Yeah. It blows my mind. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Uh, The original site of the brewery was in a small farm northeast of Boulder. And the brew house uh, shared a space in a shed, originally housing goats. <laughs> That's just so perfect. That's just so perfect. I know, right? Yeah. You know, we uh, I got to circle back to uh, what was it, the Notabury in Charlotte, North Carolina, we visited. And we learned the yeah. building was originally uh, like a vinegar factory. Yeah, that's right. Manufacturing place, whatever. And here we have some amazing beer that came from a house of goats. <laughs> you know what? That's a good beer name, House of Goats. Uh, you know, maybe someone will pick that up and uh, they'll throw some royalties. I'd be okay yeah. with that. Or, or or some beer. I, I could be paid royalties in beer. I'm not too proud, Mike. So, so uh, check this out. Yeah. I, I got this one for you, man. In the world of light yellow lagers, Boulder Beer won industry and consumer accolades for its line of bold Boulder beers. They got an award for the Boulder Porter. Stout and their extra special bitter. All right, so the ESB, the stout, and the, and the porter. Okay, yeah, so that's kind of a big deal, right? Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny to me is those are all very uh, specific beer styles, but they're completely different from what we're drinking right now. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, so, huh? Yeah. Well, that's so cool. It's man. cool to see. Yeah, in five years, they moved out of the original spot. And they moved to where they're at now off of Wilderness Place in Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. They went from a one-barrel brewing system to a 50-barrel brew house. How crazy is that? That's a big, big upgrade. And when did that happen? Uh, you know, I don't know. No, it was uh, five years after, so 1984. So, yeah. But, and that was a big jump even then. You know, back in, you know, crap beer was still in its infancy. Well, so I love I love stories like this, man. It's like, wow, somebody had an idea, they took what they had, and they made it work, made a great product, and then boom, five years later, moved out of the house of goats to a place <laughs> that can hold a fifty barrel system. Uh, house of goats. Hey, Boulder Beer Company, I know you're going to listen to this. House of goats, make it happen. I would love. They, they may already have that somewhere, and we just don't know about it. Now, this is my first experience with this brewery. And so far, it's a fantastic experience. I'm liking this beer, what I've had so far, but I'm excited to try out a few more. Yeah, so the Buffalo Gold is uh, 4.8% ABV. It's uh, 20 IBUs, which is very uh, on the light end. The hops they feature are the Nugget, Willamette, and Cascade hops, but it's not really a hoppy beer, so I don't want to steer anybody the wrong way. And they they use pale malt and crystal malt as far as the uh, malt uh, build for this beer ray started in 1989 buffalo gold is a definitive golden ale the mild maltiness gives way to a unique floral character generated by a perfect balance of cascade hops our lightest beer in flavor it's an easy drinking beer that still packs a stampede of flavor that's right that you know right. mike 
That was from the website. I like the way you said that. Yeah. So what you don't know, and I just thought of this, I'm going to put some like mood music behind this when you said that. Yeah. And uh, it's going to sound, it's going to sound fantastic, Mike. I should try voice acting. You should. I've got a face for voice acting. I couldn't agree more. That's why we podcast. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I love you too. Um, Aww. This beer is, I. you know what? I'm enjoying the heck out of this beer. I really am. It's. It's got, um, I'll tell you what, when I first took a sip of it, and I haven't had a hard cider in a while. When I first took a sip of it, I got, I was like, this reminds me of a hard cider a little bit. And uh, as I drink it more, it's just, you know, you get that, the hints of honey coming through it, you know, just the lightly sweet, earthy honeyness coming on. But I really like this. I think it's, you know, very light. It's got a, a light sweetness to it. You know, it's, it's nothing fancy. Carbonation is a little uh, higher on this type of beer because it works well. You know, it's, I don't know, it's, you know, the color uh, is, you know, very light. Uh, dark gold. It's a, like a light dark gold. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Maybe I might uh, call it like a bright copper, maybe. I've heard other yeah. beers that look like this described that way. Sure, yeah. And then... Uh, you know, I almost got, I didn't get any hit. I mean, it's got like barely any hit on it when I poured it. Um, but man, I'm telling you, it smells just, it's, it has a very light smell, a very light taste. It's a little bit of that malty breadiness to it, you know, like, but it's like the, the American bread where it's got, you know, a lot of sweet to it. So, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not a big, bold beer, but this is a beer I could say. I would take six of these outside and there'd be six of them that are gone when I came back in. Right. So I may well, have found well a done. new beer for when I mow the lawn. This might be my lawn beer. And uh, not that that's a bad thing. If you're a dude in Oklahoma, you kind of celebrate mowing the yard. You know, you kind of have a beer for that. Now, maybe not everybody, but a lot of folks do. And this is one of those light, refreshing beers. It's not too heavy. It's very crisp. I like that it has that light caramel and honey flavor about it. Just a little sweet. And uh, you know the smell of fresh cut grass? And the forethought of grilling some burgers and brats because America. <laughs> and I'm a dude. And a uh, Buffalo Gold, I think, would uh, just be a go-to for that. I'm trying to think if I've ever had a beer that's like this. I, I haven't. That's an easy one. This is a very unique flavor, dude. It's uh, it's nice. Hmm. Like very little aftertaste, smooth. So the can art's pretty unique too. That's what I was just sitting here looking at. The can art is pretty cool too. So it's, do you remember in the late, or I don't know the late, the, the mid 90s, maybe early nineties and mid nineties when they were doing like the different types of gold baseball cards that were inserts in packs. Like you had a top's oh, yeah. gold and a top's black gold. That's what the, the can kind of reminds me of. So it's got a lot of dark uh, muted gold colors on a black can. And so you see the, the Buffalo stampeding there, I guess to the right. 
I don't know what's going on there, but that little bird on the left, there's a little squirrel uh, watching all the happenings. But, um, you know, it says on, anyway, <clears throat> hopefully you can cut that out. My bad. Anyway, so the canard, I think the canard's pretty cool. It, that's what, you sent me this beer, by the way, right? Yes, that is correct. Okay. I was thinking so. So, you know, I haven't seen this in the stores here, but this is a beer that would, the can art would definitely draw my eye to it on a shelf. Um, it's done that well. Like the colors are very well balanced, good contrast. So, I mean, I, I really like the can too. And it's got a buffalo right on the, you know, the, the front of the can. The top of the can straight black. I mean, it's just a cool looking can. I'm not going to lie. It is. So, And it reminds me of, uh, is it the University of Colorado, the Golden Buffaloes? Is that right? Uh, sure. And so their, their school colors are black and gold. Really? Yeah. Oh, well. I, I think it's <sighs> University of Colorado. Maybe it's Colorado State. I forget which one. Um, so the football fans out here are going to throw bones at me, I'm sure. But at least I know one of the teams is the Golden Buffaloes, and they have the, these colors. Well, it's, I mean, it's probably them. It's just Colorado hasn't been relevant in, like, football or basketball in ages, right? Yeah, as far as I know, I don't keep up with college sports a lot. I've got to be honest. I'm just I'm just jabbing anybody that's going to listen that's from, you know, that area. Uh, <laughs> since I'm a Big 12 Oklahoma State guy, I mean, you know, right. people give me a hard time about how good they are too. So, uh, But you know what? Uh, it's okay. I'm a man. I'm 40 years old. Right? Not really. I'm not 40 yet. But no, you're, you're 39. You're getting close to 40 this year, uh, right? Yeah. All right. Let's stop talking about it. Thank you. Come September. Yeah. Woo. People are going to steal my identity because you're talking about all my details of my life. Ray's going to be like, my social security number is. I have no idea what that is. The street he grew up on was. His mom was born born in this city. Her maiden name was this. All the security questions to the bank statements, you know? That's right. Because I just know all of that all the time. I guarantee you probably know more than you know. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. You probably know more than you realize. <laughs> you know more than you know. God, I'm such an old man. So, so what I do know, Mike, is this beer is awesome. And I'm glad that I picked this up and sent you one because I think both of us are happily going to add this to our bucket list. Yeah, indeed. I, you know, I can't agree with you more. It's, it's, it was a very good surprise for me because I kind of expected like a, a straightforward L, which I like. This was a surprise, a good surprise. I'm going to put it on a bucket list. I'll probably, I would give this, um, for the, if, if I was going to break this across a lot of beers, I'd probably give it around an eight. If I rate it against the style, I'd probably bump it up to like a nine. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. What kind of food would you pair with this, yo? So, uh, first, I would give this an 8.5 overall. Um, okay. Fantastic beer. 8.5 out, 8. out of 10 all day. Um, but for food pairings, I'm thinking of like a gastropub style burger. Uh, one of those that has like, you know, the, a, a bun that's way too fancy for a burger, but it works. You know, a nice <laughs> half pound patty cooked medium. You know, I want like the lettuce, tomato, and the pickle and some kind of ridiculous cheese, not cheddar. Or like the the craft slices, but just I don't know, like some Havarti maybe. Uh, I want to get the imported Havarti from Iceland. I don't think Havarti is an Icelandic cheese. It can be, right? 
But it could be. I'm sure they could produce it there because why not? They have cows. Oh man, bacteria. They can make some cool cheese. But no, I want I want like a nice craft burger with this beer and some fries and some ranch. Not too fancy, but you know, just got to keep it blue collar there with the ranch dressing, Mike. So, you know, I'm going to be very similar to you. I, I'm going to go, this has to be a burger beer, but I'm going to, I'm a, I want a burger that's off the grill, off my grill, a, a good solid patty. Um, and I'm going to go like old school countryness, And I just want, instead of a hamburger bun, just two slices of bread, like you're at a picnic, right? So I'm going to, you know, still with all the fixings, you know, the, the tomato, the lettuce and all that kind of stuff. There uh, you go. But just off the grill. And uh, with this good old slice of cheddar cheese and, you know, moving on with our life. There you go. Either way, man, burgers fit. So bur- one thing I love about a burger, Mike, is you can craft it to anyone's style at any time. And it's almost always acceptable. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. It's a the, beautiful uh, thing. And I, I think this just, you know, it's mellow enough uh, and tasty enough that it'll, it'll fit with a lot of different burgers as oh, well. Yeah. So, you know, you know, the different cheeses, the different uh, sauces, you know, all that kind of stuff, I think work real well for this. That's the way it is. Absolutely. So good job. And that's the way it is. All right. I'll stop. So big stop. kudos to, for me to the Boulder Beer Company, man. Sorry, I had to get that in there, dude. But it's like, wow, fantastic beer. No, I, I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say uh, I really like it. Uh, props to them. I say we take our first commercial commercial break. I can't talk. Take two. I say we take our we first commercial break. break. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. Bye. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Craft Beer Bucket List. I appreciate you all hanging out through that short commercial break. Mike, remind me again what you're drinking over there, buddy. Sir, I am drinking Arjuna, which is a Belgian-style wit beer, and it is from Anthem Brewing in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. You know what else is in Oklahoma City? Lots of great stuff, but tell me what you have in mind. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, yeah. Thunder up. Yep. Uh, former home of uh, Kevin, Sh- I'm a trader, Durant. Oh. <sighs> anyway. So, this is another beer that is uh, unique to me, or I haven't tried it yet, right? Um, so I had to get some more information about the brewery because I've never had any of their beers. I'd heard of their brewery, but I'd never really, uh, I've never been there or anything like that. So I got online and I couldn't find a whole heck of a lot. So I did what any beer nerd would do is I just sent him a message. I said, you know, this is Mike. Uh, I'm super cool. Uh, I love drinking beer and I want to know more about this beer that I got. Uh, actually, it was, you know, way more formal than that, you know, but a lot of times you just get ignored, right? Well, Anthem right. Brewing, their director of marketing, as I think is his title. Um, I, don't, I won't say his name on here. I don't want him to get flooded with a bunch of uh, requests, uh, but his name's Derek Duty. <laughs> so um, he's super nice. Uh, answered all my questions, uh, uh, had a good conversation and all that. So the first thing I found out is that Anthem, the name Anthem, comes from a short novel by Ayn Rand, that was published in 1938. So this is a lesser known work because she had also published Atlas Shrugged and The Fountainhead, which tons of people know, right? Right. But anyway, so it's based on that book. Um, and 
that book kind of has some underlying uh, themes to it, like, uh, you know, being ourselves and finding who we are and breaking the mold and breaking societal norms to be who we should be, being who should we, sh- we should be. Get my tongue tied again. So it's all about, you know, being who we are, even though it, it may not go with societal norms and like, and stuff like that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you know, it's, it's a good, uh, foundational story. Um, they, they actually started in Moore, Oklahoma. The, they had a tornado that moved through there and took out the entire brewing area. So then they moved to a facility where they're at now in Oklahoma city, which is right off like I 40, um, which is, you know, I 40 goes straight across the state of Oklahoma, uh, straight across Oklahoma city as well. So they're, they're down there by I 40. Uh, they have a 30 barrel brew house. They make between uh, 3,200 to 10,000 barrels a year, or they, they went from 3,200 to 10,000 barrels a year here recently. Uh, they started canning in 2013 and they make a, a wide variety of stuff. But the, the thing is about this is they only distribute in Oklahoma. So they're making a lot of beer and they're making a lot of good beer, but they don't go outside of the state quite yet. So if anybody's wondering how I got this beer, uh, don't ask. I don't know. Ray sent it to me. <laughs> there you go. Um, so the beer itself, it is a Belgian style wheat beer. And I'm telling you, it's got a very different flavor profile. It was, you know, I'm sitting here drink, taking a couple drinks. I'll take one right now. And it is super different. Arjuna. Pronounced Arjuna. Just Arjuna. Is. Derek said it was Sanskrit for white flame. I didn't fact check that. I'm just going to believe him. There you go. Yeah. So I poured it. It's, it's pretty cloudy color wise. Um, you know, it's got a, a pretty solid yellow, cloud of yellow to it. It's uh, When I first poured it, the head popped super hard. I mean, it was kind of hard to get under control, but then it settled right down. It was not, a, you know, didn't go over, didn't go overload. So it's got a lot of those, uh, so it's got a lot of the citrus, fl- for me, it's got a lot of the citrus flavors in it, like the orange and the lemons. Um, you know, it's got the, you know, kind of taste like you fresh cut grass a little bit somewhat. Does that make sense? It does. Um, but it's got the lemon comes on probably the strongest for me, followed by some of the orange and some of the, the grassiness. Um, I, the, the carbonation is lower than I thought it would be, uh, after the head pop like that. And, um, just figured it'd be a little bit more carbonated, but it's not, it's not, it's, it may be a little undercarbonated, but it may, t- you know, I don't know this. The style may have called for a little bit less, um, but it, it does well. So when I first took a drink of it, I'm, I wasn't sure I really liked it. But now that it's settling down and I'm settling down because I was super hyped about this beer. <laughs> no, just as I'm sitting here and I'm enjoying it a little bit more. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it a little bit more, right? It's, um, right. I think it would be, it's, it's a good beer for early in the day is what I would say because of the orange and lemon flavors. I think it's going to be a more of a early afternoon beer versus a late beer. 
I say that as I'm sitting here drinking it at like 1030 at night, but it's, um, it's got good flavor. It's very unique. And, you know, it's, I, I can't put my tongue on all the different things that are coming through for me, but it's definitely a unique flavor. Um, it's 6% ABV, 22 IBUs. It's not hoppy. I don't get any of the hoppiness coming through at all. It tastes pretty good. I mean, like it's it's so unique in its flavor, man. I mean, it didn't th- throw me out of my chair like the Buffalo Gold did, right? Like, the, like wow, this is a crazy flavor that I really, you know, this is a very unique flavor, and it's a little bit mellow. Um, maybe you know, maybe that's the way it's supposed to be—just a chill beer with the you know the orange, the lemony, you know, flavors kind of hinting at you know throwing themselves around a little bit. I like it. It sounds like uh, a fun beer to drink though. Yeah. It's I mean, different and kind of has that. It's like, it's just sounds like, you know, playful and fun. I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. I, you know, shoot, man, I'd recommend it. It's, it's weird enough. It's different enough that I think I would throw it out there with some different beers and see who likes it. Just because of the uniqueness of it, I would say it has to go on a crappier bucket list. I've never had anything like this, um, and, and that's a good thing. It's it's yeah. it's, it's doing itself proud. And uh, I tell you what, the can art. It's a uh, you know, I don't know what the hell's going on on the front of the can art to be honest, <laughs> but it, but it looks cool. It looks like it may be some white flames and some other stuff going on. Heck, I don't know. Um. It's, it's one of those things that you're like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but it's cool enough that it draws your attention to it. Right. Oh, here on the can, it says, pairs well with breakfast foods. Ta-da. Oh, f- fruity notes of orange peel, coriander, and chamomile. Oh, okay, I can get the chamomile out of that. I see that. That's so, a very unique flavor. Yeah, but it's, it's I wouldn't say it's... Uh, Strong by any means, right? Uh, okay, so overall, Anthem Arjuna, the Belgian style wheat beer, six percent ABV. I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. Hey, that's still a solid score. Yeah, and I think seven out of ten still goes on the bucket list. Absolutely does. So, and that's it. That's all I got. The uh, the uh, Anthem Arjuna is worth it. And right I appreciate, I appreciate uh, a friend sending me that beer. I bet he's a great guy. I've heard good things. I heard that one time he and his friend did the dairy challenge. Oh, boy. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Do you know what the dairy challenge is? Unfortunately, I do. Of course you do, because you participated in it. Please tell me what the dairy challenge means to you, Raynell. So the dairy, and this is long before the challenges of Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Uh, I think we uh, stole this idea from Kenny Rogers' Jackass, which was a parody that Mad TV did of the actual Jackass series. So we're dating ourselves here, early 2000s. So we did a parody of a parody of a show. Yes. And uh, the whole point was to see if we could put down a gallon of milk and a consortium of other dairy products in a short amount of time and see who could hold it the longest because invariably it's going to come back up. 
I remember yeah, no, he pu- I, I remember who puked first, but I don't remember who like really puked. Not like dribble puke. I remember who like I remember who lost their stuff uh really quick uh all at once, and that was you. It uh, it was me. Um but I don't it remember was, go ahead. You you were a close second. Um Okay. And Steve So I remember third. the yeah, he, he did hold it in the longest. Um, uh, but not by much. So like every, I put down a gallon of milk in a very short amount of time, like a boss. Yeah, you did. And it all came back up, not like a boss. (laughs) And it felt like it all came out at once. I remember that vividly. Uh, We were painfully sober for that experience. And, uh, oh, (laughs) I would not do that again today at all. Really? No. Uh... I don't know. Maybe if someone paid me enough, I might. I was going to say, it was it a a challenge to talk Who am I kidding? It. I would do it again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this time we're going to get it on a podcast. Oh, oh, nobody wants to hear that. That's what you have to see in here. Just the, oh, no, you got to see that. Be good for your YouTube channel. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't tell me that's not true. Um, You know, I, I'm sure it would get views, Mike, but it doesn't really fit my niche <laughs> so not to say that i wouldn't do it but uh low low probability of actually making it on the channel there oh come on yeah oh, i'm all about man. positivity you know there's not a whole lot of good that comes out of vehemently vomiting milk you can do it you can make it a fundraiser uh you know i guess i could do that yeah yeah, wow, there's a positive spin on a yeah. bad idea. A positive spin on a positive idea. There's too many good things <laughs> happening here. So oh, you, you're saying on the break, you said something that was, uh, you know, perked my ears up. You're talking about you found a Groupon that you were interested uh, in? Yeah, while we're on the commercial break, I stumbled on this Groupon. It's called Moonland Online. And uh, I, I have no idea if this is real or not. I didn't read that much into it yet. But you can buy one, two, three, or four acre plots of land on the moon. And it's ridiculously cheap. You can buy plots on the moon. Yeah, like a full acre right now is $10. I can't can buy, buy two boxes of cereal for my daughter at the store for $10. <laughs> So, but you can buy a, you can buy some land on the moon. But, I get, you know, I bet there's some primo farmland up there that no one's just telling us about. And uh, I may get lucky and get one of those, Mike. <laughs> it's going to be like the gold rush. <laughs> I would have the first hop farm on the moon. <laughs> you never know, man. I, <laughs> oh, man. So, it's in its IPA, intergalactic hops. Ex- moon hops. Lunar hops. Lunar hops because oh. you can hop around. Oh. oh my dad joke. So anyway, I'll I'll put a link in the description of this podcast if you're interested in this group on. Not a paid endorsement. I totally stumbled on this. I had to plug it. But Mike, I have a beer here that I really want to start drinking. Let's hear about your beer. Yeah, man. So this beer. You know, yeah. I'm looking at the can because I'll talk about the can art in a minute, but it's really cool. It catches my eye. But I'm just going to dive right into this tangerine. 
So while well, he's drinking because he failed to do so, Ray's drinking the Lost Coast Tangerine Wheat. Lost Coast is a brewery in Eureka, California, which is in the northwest part of California along the coast. It's a beautiful part of the state, by the way. I've been there a couple times. Yeah. Did you go there and get this beer? Um, I did not. So I went to Eureka when I was a kid uh, with my family when I lived in California. So a lot of uh, great gold mining history there. I mean, with a name like Eureka, it kind of makes sense, right? Eureka. Where's Eureka Springs? Is that Arkansas? Uh, There is a Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Yep. All right. Sorry. Carry on. No, you're fine. But man, this is a really refreshing beer. Like this is another summertime hit. Um, I, I didn't expect it to be quite like this. I mean, anytime you see tangerine, it can, you know, it can go one of a couple ways, I guess. This definitely leans towards summertime, hot outside. You want just a nice refresher. And even for late at night recording a podcast, I'm like, this is, this is going to kind of make me chill out and enjoy life. Nice. Like, I'm surprised at how much the tangerine notes come through. Uh, in my experience, with a lot of beers, you see tangerine you know, in the description or, or something like that, where they put it in the, the recipe or they, they, you know, add it to their beer and they make it and you get some like just citrusy notes, but you don't really get the tangerine flavor with this. No, it's like tangerine, you know, you're drinking something with tangerines, but it's not overpowering. It's just the, the balance is phenomenal on this. Huh? So I remember reading, um, about lost coast and it had some, one, somewhere I looked at, they bottled 135,000 beers a day. And then somewhere else it said like 1.2 bill, 1.2 million beers a day in cans or, or bottles. Wow. I'm sorry. Um, and so those are really different numbers. I wonder which, you know, if, is it 1.2 million beers a year? I mean, surely it's not per day. Right? Wow. Yeah, um, I'm seeing something about that on here as well. Uh, We can bottle and can up to 1.2 million beers and fill 1,400 kegs a day. Wow. It's a lot of brew. It's a lot of brew. Yeah. So really 1.2 million though sounds like, I wonder if that's supposed to be like 120,000 or something and somebody just added an extra zero or something in there in error. Or set um, of zeros. Yeah, maybe it's that seems, million per year or something. I don't know. Like even when you and I visited the Budweiser Brewery in St. Louis, they didn't have numbers like that. Yeah. So I don't. I think maybe that's a typo or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but still, yeah, I can see you know a hundred thousand a day. Maybe that seems reasonable. You know. Um, but yeah, once it, yeah, that's got to be a typo. What you know. In any beer. case, this, this beer, though, man. And you picked this up at the store just down the street? Yeah, so I found this at a at a liquor store that features a, a large craft beer selection in Broken Arrow. And, uh, of course, I go for beers that I've never seen before uh, for styles that I, I usually think I'll like. Uh, this one's a little bit out of my, my flavor wheelhouse, but I like to try things new. Yeah. And uh, just reading the can and whatnot and appreciating the can art, I'm like, you know, this seems like something I might enjoy. So I, I picked up a couple of them. So I was just sitting here thinking about if 
if they're, if they're in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and I, I'm sure they're around here as well, like how many how many cans do they have to produce, produce per day to get distribution out this far? You know what I mean? Right. So anyway, just, just think about it. Yeah, if they're big enough to get to Oklahoma, I mean, they may as well go to Kentucky. I mean, they're already halfway across the country where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us more about the beer, man. Uh, you're liking it so far. Yeah, I am. It's like I, I like the color. It has that, to me, it has a West Coast color about it. And only say that because it reminds me of something like I would see when I was a kid in California. Just a nice... You know, I don't know how to describe that. Like I would say, copper color, like we described the the other beer from Colorado. No, it's it's very see through, uh, which is nice. The aroma is like I was talking about earlier with other beers. You get like that light citrus about it. That's what I get with the aroma on this beer. Yeah. Uh, but the flavor really just packs an amazing tangerine uh, punch, which which I'm enjoying. Cool. I almost want to say it. I don't think it tastes artificial, but it comes through so much. It's almost like the like the fake stuff you put in Kool Aid. You know how that flavor is just way too over the top, bright, yeah, and too noticeable. So you know it's not anything real, and it's got a ton of sugar in it. This is almost to that level, but not to where I think it's fake. Um, so I think they got the balance just right here. And uh, you get solid tangerine flavors front to back. Uh, this is smooth beer. It's super silky. goes down nice. Um, I didn't get much head on this when I poured it. Um, I've got really no lacing on this. Uh, so for me, it's just a clean, clean beer. And uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Like I said, it's super refreshing, and it's just kind of fun to drink. Huh. Uh, it doesn't really go down like beer. But you know it's beer. It tastes like it, but it doesn't go down quite like a beer. Does that Does that make sense at all? I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's your description. You tell it how you want. I mean, if that's what it so tastes I, like I to like you it. and that's what it feels like to you, that's what it is. Yeah. So I know I'm not using words that a Cicerone would use. I'm absolutely not a Cicerone. Eh. So I don't want to pretend to be. Um, but I try, I try to describe it to a way that everybody can appreciate it, you know? Sure, sure. No, I, you know, so these, these folks that are Cicerones, some of their skills in doing some of this just blows my mind. But uh, what I'll say is, you know, you know, if you're a common dude drinking a beer, you need to talk about it in a common way, you know? No, that's true. And that, that's what I do, man. I've, I've just had lots and lots of beers from a lot of places in the U.S. You know, so I think that, you know, brings value to our podcast. But again, I want to be able to speak to those who are a little more knowledgeable than I am and not sure. sound like a doofus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, so go ahead. So my random thoughts, like this is a pool party beer, Mike. Oh yeah. Yeah. In Oklahoma, you know, you put the tarp in the bed of the truck and fill it up with water. I think this would work for that too, man. It'd be a redneck holiday beer. You know, I've seen that in like movies or whatever. I've never seen that in person. I have. I, I can't believe you haven't seen that living in Oklahoma as long as you did. I, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> Especially going to school in Stillwater. <laughs> you know, you know, you're right. All I the should... other stuff we saw there. Right. No, so what would you rate this beer? So I would give this a solid seven and a half out of ten. Okay. So for me, as far as beers go, this isn't one I would go back to a lot. Uh, it doesn't speak to my taste bros like that. But really, summertime you know, pool party, even with a sprinkler party, just whatever kind of party outside where there's water involved. 
I think this is yeah. a great beer for that. Uh, this is another one that's going to cross a lot of flavor profiles. Um, yeah. a lot of, a lot of first time craft beer drinkers. This is going to speak to the guys and the gals, uh, because it's, like I said, it doesn't have that traditional beer. I won't say harshness about it, but if you don't drink a lot of beer and you get a beer, sometimes it's a bit overwhelming. Uh, yeah. so this beer definitely doesn't have that. So it's going to be a crowd pleaser. Uh, it's going to be great in summertime, having all the snacks and just whatever else you get at a pool party. Uh, great with that. Like me, I want some of those little cheap icicle things that you get like the, you know, the long narrow strips of random colors. There's like 50 of them for 42 cents at Walmart. Yeah. You know, I would totally crush five or six of those with a handful of these beers and enjoy summer, dude. Um, so for me, it's just that, it's that kind of beer. So I'm at the age now, I don't do a whole lot of stuff like that, but if I decide to, I've got a solid go-to in this tangerine beer from Lost Coast Brewing in Eureka, California. So what what do you what, what kind of food are we gonna have for this beer, Ray? Something it's got to be something fruity. Um, so for me, I would I'm gonna circle back to fish tacos, but I want to fish tacos with some mango salsa because I want okay. those citrus notes to really pair with this beer, and I think it'd go well with that. Maybe some ceviche. I think this would pair great with ceviche. It's another summertime you know thing for me. I really enjoy that. And uh, for everyone else, get those. 50 for 42 cent popsicle things and have those with it because <laughs> that works too, man. Yeah. So, uh, to kind of do a quick recap, right? Um, we had three beers. Uh, Ray and I shared the Boulder Beer Company's Buffalo Gold, which we both gave pretty solid reviews. I think uh, both in the range of eights, if I remember right. Yes, sir. You had the Lost Coast Tangerine Wheat, which you rated a seven and a half. And uh, I had the Anthem Arjuna, which I gave a seven. But I think those are all pretty good ratings, you know, when you think about, you know, what should go on a bucket list or what should not. I think uh, for me, those all easily make the bucket list, right? No, absolutely would. I mean, as many beers, as, as even as we featured on the podcast, Mike, it's rare that we give anything above an eight. So it's really got to be something special for us to give it those numbers. But man, a 7 and a 7.5 is respectable all day and absolutely something we would recommend for everyone else to try. Yeah, so, you know, again, the Buffalo Gold by Boulder Beer, the Tangerine Wheat by Lost Coast, and the Arjuna, which is a Belgian wheat by Anthem in Oklahoma City, all should go on your bucket list. Uh, They're all really good beers and got some unique flavors about a couple of them that we think you should just try out. Um, Overall... I guess this is kind of the end, Ray. This is the end of episode 21. It is. But, man, another solid lineup. Three beers up on the bucket list. It's been a great, great podcast, Mike. Yeah, our our our, our podcast is officially old enough to have a beer. It, hey, it is. Woohoo! Yeah. Aren't they cool? Yeah. That's so, very cool. I, yeah. Hey, thank you, everybody, for listening. We enjoyed it. Come back and listen to episode 22. Go back into our catalog and listen to all the older episodes. We've tried some fantastic beers. We've had uh, a cool guest on uh, recently that you need to go check out. We enjoy you. We hope you enjoy us. Ray, I'll leave it to you. Yes, indeed. So I've got to echo Mike. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. And also be sure to check out every brewery that we featured on this podcast Look in the description down below. Check them out on social media and their website. Give them a thumbs up and a like and a share. 
And I want to invite you to do the same thing for us here at Craft Beer Bucket List. Be sure to check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Give us some thumbs up, some likes, and shares with your friends and families. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever, we drop a new episode every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. It may take a day or two to replicate to all the other platforms that we use, but hey, we have a new episode every week. So thank you so much for checking us out. I appreciate you. Please be sure to never drink and drive, and remember to drink local. See you guys on the next episode. Adios. Oceanfront property on the moon. From my porch, you can see the moon.